0: and welcome to the video today we are doing a music teacher q a so i asked on instagram it's at back music room and just asked for some questions anything related to elementary music teaching and got quite a few so i'm going to go through and answer these today so you can go grab yourself a cup of coffee even though it is now fully seven o'clock at night um or a tea or a water or whatever it is that floats your boat and we're just gonna hop right on into it so um the first question was actually i was talking about how i have been sharing my like lesson plans every week and so the first question says where do i find the video you're referring to with the fourth and fifth grade lesson plans um on my youtube channel there is a playlist it's called what i'm teaching this week This year's is called What I'm Teaching This Week, like season two, and this year's date. And then there's also one from last year where you can see literally everything I've taught, like ever, basically. And so there's tons of different things on there, and you can check them out there. And let's see, number two is from Sierra Taylor, and it says, How do I get my upper elementary students to want to like music class more? Um, This, I feel like, is the golden question. I got kind of a couple of different versions of this. Um the first thing that I would do is to figure out what they actually want to do. Um, so typically I find that this question comes from people who are newer, maybe new to a school and their kids maybe haven't done music the way that you want to do music before and that's okay so figure out what they're interested in they might be really interested in games they might be really interested in instruments and then kind of like go from there so the first month of school i really like test out different things so i tried a bunch of new games this year i tried you know different instruments and just kind of figuring out like what they actually were into and then going from there Also, I'll say that the more you can let the kids pick, the better they're going to do. So for example, um, we did an activity where they had to create a second verse of a chant that we were learning. And I wasn't sure how it was gonna go. We did it in groups and they, ate it up like it was super simple i gave them very little guidelines honestly and they just thought it was the greatest thing they loved working together they being able to be creative and creating something themselves and i think it just made them feel really musical um also things that work with my kiddos it doesn't guarantee it'll work with your kiddos but things that work with my kiddos um they love chants so those are usually good because they sound kind of like raps they love anything that involves moving my kids love dancing as long as it doesn't seem too weird to them if that's an okay thing to say you know some folk dances are just very different and other ones are a lot of fun and so it just kind of depends um silly songs are usually where i like to start as far as singing goes um anything that's just kind of silly and ridiculous they will eat up um so we've done pizza pizza daddy we've done one bottle of pop those are two really good ones i have videos of both of those so i'll link them down below um other favorites instruments 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 um so at, the more you can get instruments in their hands the happier they will be also the better behaved they will be because you can always take said instruments away um one fun thing that i have been doing is little kids rock it is a mostly free program that includes tons of different like modern band things and i i'm kind of wading slowly into it because it's very different from how i prefer to teach but i will say that even with that um one of my favorites has been you can take the drum parts you can look up a song you can find the drum parts on their website little kids rock and then you can have the kids play the drum parts on their bodies so we'll do like the hi-hats here and they're like And then we'll do like stomping for the bass drum and like patting your legs for the snare drum or stuff like that. And you can really build those up and start simple and get harder. And then you can play the song so they can hear the song. And there's lots of like modern songs that they are listening to on the radio. Do make sure they're school appropriate, but you know, still. Um, There's tons of those kind of things and then you can translate that to the instruments So even if you don't have a drum set, I don't have a drum set But you could do the hi-hats on the tambourines and you could do The snare drum can be the sticks or you know, whatever and so you can kind of evolve that and have a whole thing you could have the kids come up with their own you could have them pick a song off of the website to do so maybe you do one in the class and then they pick one as a group that they can do and they can perform it Um, those kind of things are really going to help again see if you can make them the active music maker and then you're just kind of there as a byproduct that's going to do the best um as far as singing if you can connect it to a game that's always going to do better my kids have loved um i will link a video down below where i mention say 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 which is a rock paper scissors game they loved and then also we did big fat biscuit recently and that was a huge hit they've been begging me all week to do it again um, so I will leave that video down below where I talk about those two things. I also have a whole blog post about what I do with fifth graders. So there's one that's more like classroom management, like technical wise, and then one that's more lesson related. So I will link that down below as well. And I hope that helps the main thing with the older kids, especially if you're new to a school, especially if your style is different than what they're used to is to have some grace and just come up with ways that they can be active music makers without pulling teeth like if i were to go to a new school i do mostly like you know kodai and folk songs and that kind of stuff but if i were to go to a new school um and my fifth graders weren't used to that then i wouldn't make them do it honestly is that terrible probably, but I wouldn't, you know, if it's going to be like pulling teeth, I would rather them enjoy music and do something different. That's productive. Um, even with my kiddos, my plan for this year is we're going to do pianos. We're going to do ukuleles and we might get to guitars. And that's like my overarching plan for this year. I don't know if it'll happen. I don't really know how I'm going to teach those things, but you know, we're, we're going to work on it. So I do know that I'm very lucky that I have access to those resources, but you know, just think think outside the box think outside the box um sunshine daisies 15 says tips on how to get older students into their singing voice um start with call and response songs those are really good uh, because they just have to echo after you and it's less threatening again it picks things that are silly and then oh, older kids still love things like sirens and things like that where you're just like and all of that sort of stuff and you can also do little things that help so I do I pull a lot of like choir things for this um I'll be like can you sing this but like pull it straight out of the top of your head and stuff like that helps them to get kind of more up in their singing voice um those are gonna be the best things and just just practice if you can do songs that they want to sing you're going to be more likely to get them to actually sing are there songs in their head voice? probably not but you know give or take um the next one is um row 77 step and it says rhythm games for older elementary or middle school so i have a whole video coming out about rhythm games very soon but just as a little preview some of my favorite ones um, poison is a great go-to i do this all the time um, basically you do a pattern they do the pattern back and then you pick one to be the poison if they do the poison they die Um, I said that recently and someone took very much offense to it. If you don't want to say that they die, you don't have to say they die. They just be out. That's fine. Um, My kids think it's hilarious when I say that and they love to drop dramatically to the floor. And so that's why we say it, especially with the older kids. Um, and you can do it with rhythm cards you can have one that's the poison and then maybe have a couple of those so that it will come back out um asteroid has been the biggest one recently that's a game i have the level one is free so it's like quarter notes eight notes and rest but i will link those down below and so you put a rhythm up on the board or hold it up if you do the printable version and the kids walk the rhythm so like if it's ta ta ti ti ta then they would do ta ta and they step the rhythm and then when you hit an asteroid it's a paper that says asteroid then they have to go back to their um home base or they get hit by the asteroid and whoever's the last person is out and it is hilarious and they love it and it is a great time um I have who has is also a really really good one this one's really simple and they do it in their class as well I love it as like a review activity or like a wrap-up at the end of class um basically you have some cards and they all say I have a rhythm who has a rhythm so the kids read off their things so it says like I have ta-ta-ti-ti-ta who has ti-ti-ti-ti-ta-ta and then whoever has t t t ta would then read their rhythm. So that one's really fun and easy. And they do those in their class as well. So they're usually familiar with it. So that's helpful. Um, Madeline G. Martin says, do you have a lesson plan template that you use? Yes, I have one that I use for myself and one that I turn in. Um, so my turned in one is through our learning management system, which I will not suggest and i also will not share that lesson plan template because one i can't and two i don't like it but my lesson plan template is in i have a really really cheap lesson planning template set on tbt it's currently only pdf but what i actually did is i've been digitally planning and so i've been using it in the notability app which i did pay like eight dollars for but it is worth it and seriously i think i've paid for two apps ever notability and the other one i think was is it tenuto it's a music theory app those are the only ones i've ever paid for in my life so if i say that it's worth the eight dollars it is worth the eight dollars because i went back and forth um but you can also print it out and that's what i did for a long time so i will link that down below i think it's really cheap and there's lots of different versions in case you have different ideas um mama maori says how long do you see your students i only have 30 minutes and i feel very limited oh source I am technically have 45 minutes except I'm supposed to stop 10 minutes early and take them all to the bathroom so I only have 35 minutes assuming they come on time which you know never actually happens so we end up with about 30 minutes of actual music time once we get you know over all of that stuff and it is very limiting that little like because I used to have 45 minutes that little difference makes such a difference It's, it's a little bit of time but it makes a huge difference um Callie poor says classroom management tips when you have 30 kinders in a class i'm struggling oh that is way too many people in a classroom especially when they're five so full disclosure i do not currently teach kindergarten i haven't in a couple of years but the main thing with kindergarten we just don't have them at my school um although my first graders are pretty much kindergartners the main thing with kindergartners is to remember they have the attention spans of like a fly and they also don't know anything about school So unless they went to pre-K, they don't understand things like how to sit down, how to raise their hand, especially at the beginning of the year, how to walk in a line. And so you have to remember that they just don't know anything. Number one. Number two is really look at your lesson plans. The biggest thing I would tell you is do lots and lots and lots of movement. Because if you can channel their squiggly wiggliness into movement, then they're going to do a lot better. So we always start with a movement activity, usually something that wears them out pretty good. So like a good dance, um, just, you know, all sorts of different things. Louie Lou is a good one. That's really easy. Um, you could even do go noodle videos like I'm not above that, um, but something that's going to wear them out. And then we will kind of alternate between what I call like high intensity and low intensity. And so what I mean by that is we'll do an activity, you know, high intensity, they're like up, they're moving, they're doing things. And then we'll do a low intensity where they're listening, they're singing, that kind of stuff. And then we'll do higher and we'll kind of go up and down, they get up and down, we sing, we dance, we do up and down, and never do anything for more than like five minutes. After five minutes, you have lost them. So really just thinking of how you can build things. So if you're going to sing a song, maybe you sing it, you sing it first. And then you do actions and then you stand up and do the action and then you do instruments with it. And that's you know taking one five minute activity into like a 20 minute activity and into like a 10 minute activity. And then maybe you watch a video that goes along with it or play rhythms along with it or whatever, but just make sure they're moving, make sure you change the pace often and remember they know nothing. So you have to be very, very careful and explicit about what is okay and what is not okay and make a very big deal about it. People tend to be like, oh, they're in kindergarten. I'm gonna cut them slack. Don't kindergartners don't need any slack because kindergartners turn into first graders turn into second graders turn into your fifth graders and when they're in fifth grade you want them to already know how to do everything so when we're in kindergarten we are like you are doing everything correctly the first time and really focusing on those rules and procedures and all the movement um hannah212 also said everything kindergarten um so that was hopefully a little bit helpful as far as classroom management goes um also with kindergarten the most effective thing you can do is have them go sit in the corner not like nose in the corner but make it so they're outside but they can see you so they can see you having fun without them they they can't handle it um but along with that with kindergarten you really want to focus on the basics so things like study beat high and low, um, all of those sorts of things, you know, fast and slow and those like opposites and just really getting those things in there. And then like your singing voice. So just really hitting those things really, really hard. Those are, those were the only concepts I would teach in kindergarten. No, I don't teach kindergarten at all. Um, I also got a question from someone else about, um, beat. So with study B, you're going to do that in kindergarten and you're going to do it a lot and you're going to do it in all sorts of different ways because you can start with, you know, following me. So that's how I started even with my first graders. I'm like, all right, follow me. And, you know, that can be a really easy thing that you can do. And then from there, you can walk the steady beat. You can play a drum and have them walk to the beat. You can have them play a drum and have them move their body to, you know, tap their shoulders. You can play along with songs that you do. You can have them play instruments along with the steady beat. You can do all sorts of different things. But the main thing is that you're going to be working on steady beat for a long, long time. You really? time before they're really going to get it so like be patient and just like really try all the different ways that you can do it because they're little and they need lots and lots of reinforcement And it's so important if they don't get it in kindergarten it is hard to learn later Hannah also asked, what to do with kids who don't like or refuse to sing? So, we already kind of addressed this. Um, Call and response songs are great. Having songs that they are used to, so maybe you're playing rhythms along with a popular song, that can help them, you know, be more encouraged to sing. And sometimes it's just talking to them. Like, I had a kid who would not sing, and I asked her about it, and she said, oh, it hurts. And So through that, I was able to figure out that she was having a hard time getting up in her head voice. And so it was hurting because she wasn't using enough breath. And so we were able to talk about that and kind of figure it out. Um, one thing that I do is just, you know, make it as silly as possible because they'll want to do it, repeat the song over and over so that they'll learn it really, really well. And then I'll just walk around and listen to them because sometimes they just don't even realize that they're like not singing. Um, I don't have a huge issue with this at my school mostly because I've been there for so long I know some of the other teachers in my district do things like you're only allowed to play the game if you're singing and if you're not singing then you don't get to play the game and that's always a pretty good incentive or you can't play instruments if you're not singing um yeah so any Get creative, and if, if they're older and you're new, again, I would just not stress about it too much. But especially if they're younger or if you have been there for a long time, you know, implementing those things and just making it a normal thing that you do in class will help. Um, seal 9664 says, Tienes material, grat- um, gratis. Tienes material gratuito para compartir con los profesores musicales. Um, do you have free materials to help share share um, with music teachers? Yes, I have a free resource library. So you can, I'll link that down below. You can join it. All you do is um, enter in your email address and I will send you the password to it. And it has tons of different activities. I also add to it every few months. So make sure that you check back and are, you know, on the email list so you get all those information. And there's also some free activities in my TBT shop. So if you go to my Teachers Pay Teacher store, you can actually go on the side and you can click like sort by free. And then you can just look at the free things. I have lots of free things. So go check all of those things out. And then, oh my gosh, this YouTube channel and my blog, like there is so many, so many different lessons and ideas and activities on this YouTube channel and on my blog. So you can, you know, spend, I mean, you can spend hours and hours and hours there, but you can spend quite a bit of time just using the search feature on those two things to look for whatever you need. And I've got lesson ideas, lesson plans and everything, everything. Um, and then the last one I have is dalman.i, um, how to create a yearly outline to give to administrators, sub plans, first year teacher. Okay. So first of all, if you're a first year teacher, then I would highly recommend you sign up for my free elementary music teacher, free new teacher. It doesn't have a good name, free new teacher music course, (laughs) where we talk all about you know, teaching music. And so on there we have tons of information about um we it's just me. Me talking to you in videos. Um so we talk about what to teach, how to teach, how to come up with that long yearly plan, how to teach rhythm, how to teach melody, like basically all the basics. And then I have lots of links and lots of freebies and lots of other things to go from there. So it kind of like gives you a good place to start. Um So definitely check that out in there we talk about long-term planning and i also have a video about that so i will link it down below but basically you want to start with like okay this year what do i want the kids to learn if you don't know then figure out kind of where they are grab your state standards and then kind of work backwards like okay if they're supposed to know these rhythms by the end of the year you know at what point am i going to teach each one now if your kids are behind it is entirely possible that you might not hit all of the rhythms or all of the whatever is in your state standards um but it's more important that the kids know concepts well than that they know lots and lots of concepts so work backwards from there think like okay you know how long do i need to do something i usually estimate about six to eight lessons per um concept to introduce it so we'll do i see my kids for a week at a time so we'll do one week so five lessons where we're prepping it and then the next week we'll do a couple of preps i'll introduce it we'll practice and then the next time i see them so that's 10 the next time i see them we will do a lot of practice but they usually have got it pretty down by then so that's kind of that's it it takes a long time it takes a long time for them to like really solidly know something and that's okay Um, so that's going to be your best bet is to work backwards like that. Um, and then also a sub binder. I don't have a great sub binder template. I got something free on teachers pay teachers. I'm not in love with it, but it's fine. in your sub binder, you really want to make sure that you have your schedule, a map of the school, and then any procedures that they're going to need to know. So like I have to take my kids to the bathroom. So I have to say that I have to, um, take my fourth graders to lunch and then I watch them during lunch. So that's kind of a complicated thing. I make sure that that's in my sub plans. And then after that, I always have a couple of different options that they can do that are all so easy that if you have never heard anything about music in your whole entire life you could still do it because a lot of times your subs are people who have never done anything so things like writing activities coloring activities i am not worried about standards when the subs are there i'm like i will teach the standards. that you will like read a book in color um really really easy things get some books that are fun for elementary music that are simple and have some writing activities. I have tons and tons of some plans. I will link those down below so that you can look at those. And they're all things that like literally you print it and then you're like here and then you leave. And it's, they're so easy that literally anyone could do it. So I hope that was helpful. I think I hit every question that I got so far. There were a couple that were kind of like um, similar questions. you want a lot of questions about kindergarten and fifth grade, which I think is really funny. Um, so hopefully that was helpful thank you guys so much for watching and i will see you next time bye